reports the show's death have been greatly exaggerated <laughs> because we're back like a vertebrae. We're back. Um, sorry, it's been a while. Uh, a lot has happened. I had surgery and then the recovering process was a bitch. I'm still not fully recovered. Um, so my, if my voice sounds weird, that's why um, the intubation. Sounds the same. A lot. Okay. That's I think you're back too. normal. Okay, great. Um, yeah. So we're back. And, but we will probably have some time off again coming up because Cameron's going to Japan. I'm going to Japan. You're going to Japan. (laughs) You're big in Japan. Uh, I got a gig. (laughs) You got a gig in Japan. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. At Budokan. I'm playing at Bar Bar Clawhammers. What's Budokan? Oh, that's just, um, I actually don't know. I think it's a big stadium, but some of the most famous like live albums from like Kiss and like Cheap Trick have been like, I have a Budokan or something. Huh. Anyway. Someday. Someday. <laughs> this is literally a bar at Clawhammers. Yeah, it's in Nagoya. Wow. We, uh, and it's, re- claw- it, it's reference to the banjo technique? Yeah, it's an old time and bluegrass bar. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck yes. I, I, we just wanted to go visit and, uh-huh. and they're like, you'll play a few songs? I was like, yeah, I'll, let me borrow a banjo and I'll, I'll play a gig there. It sounds That's fun. awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll probably have another slight hiatus before we're back again. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for your service. Sorry for the delays. But we did come back. With we're back and we are cheek to cheek re- recording this. Yes. We're cheek to cheek. Not the ones that are faces. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, rubbing butts over here. Just like Tony, Tony Bennett, Bennett and, and Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga, yes. Um, I wonder how much older than her he is. Should we look it up? Yeah. Do you know anything about the background of this album? Anything about this album? Shit, I was looking at I got all the sound samples. I was like, yeah, Maddie will take care of that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Tony Bennett was born in 1926. Holy shit! He's almost 100. So he's 97. Is he still alive? He's still alive. I heard. I think he performed with. Gaga, like post post vaccines, he is sixty years older than her. Wow! Yeah. Wow. Um, What's your experience with Tony Bennett? Did you grow up listening to Tony Bennett? No. We had um, one Christmas album. Listen to it a lot. I don't even have that. Like I, I mean, I, I've heard his um, songs just like here or there, or you know, at department stores around Christmas or whatever sure. in the mall. Yeah. You know? But I never really listened to him. On purpose at all, ever. Yeah, I I think I had uh, kind of a cynical view of him because I've only heard him play or sing Christmas music. <laughs> and Christmas music is awful most of the time. Uh, but it's nice hearing him sing non-Christmas standards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's all standards. Uh, and it's nice hearing him sing as an old. Yeah. I, I think even as an even that. older, even older. Yes. I like an old voice. I think he sounds hot. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, so apparently this came out of, um, they were at a gala in New York city in 2011. And then they later recorded a version of the lady is a tramp together. Ah, oh, cute. And then they started talking about doing a jazz. Cute. Party. It is really cute. It's just like a me cute. <laughs> Oh my god. They're two friends. They're two friends. Yeah. <laughs> they're intergenerational old man and young woman friends and they're not a couple. I'm yeah. obsessed. It's that's great. Oh man, we should 
there's a televised concert titled Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga Cheek to Cheek Live, which aired on PBS on October 2014. We got to watch that. Okay, great. Um, let's see. Wow. It has almost gone platinum in the United States. Amazing. It sold 773,000 copies. Wow. Um, yes. how, how much is platinum? A uh, million. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's Tony Bennett's second number one album. Wow. And Lady Gaga's third consecutive number one yeah. album in the U.S. Amazing. Yeah. Um, the cover is really fun. It's um, it's framed like a newspaper, basically. And she's got like a very like share type look going yeah. on with her hair. They're doing like basically the, uh, the, the, uh, fuck, is it? Kamala or Kamala? I always forget. Harris. Kamala. Kamala. It's the Kamala and Joe Biden, like, handshake that we did it, you know, handshake <laughs> where they're, like, Ninja Turtle in it. It's like, I don't know what this handshake is. Yeah, I don't know. What they're doing. I don't know if it's meant to be, like, sort of evocative of a tablet as if, like, oh, yeah. oh like, caught together. Oh. Something. I don't know. <laughs> did you know they're cheek to cheek? We saw yeah. them cheek to cheek. We saw those two cheeks cheeking. Um, wow. Oh my god. So Lady Gaga sang a duet with Tony Bennett in his album Duets 2 in 2011. Wow. Okay. So they, um, oh my god. This, wow, this Wikipedia page is so long. Oh my god. Anyway, so they sing, um, Cole Porter, Irving Berlin. Who's Eden Oppenz? Oh, huh. He composed the song Nature Boy. Oh. Interesting. And he was a hippie from the 1940s where he traveled in sandals and wore shoulder-length hair and beard and white robes. Mm. What? <laughs> we'll talk about this song. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we haven't yet heard Lady Gaga sing in a non-pop idiom before. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard her sing without, like, just, like, pop compressors and stuff. Right. Like, we haven't really gotten to hear her, like sit into like a mix of like a, a big band or just mm-hmm. like a, a piano and just like really hear the full dynamic range of her voice. And I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh-huh. I was like, is this going to be like kind of a vanity project? But is she, you know, like, like Zoe Deschanel and, <laughs> maybe and a little, I mean, she's got a lovely voice, whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, I was kind of wondering like, is this going to be a good vocal performance that stands up to what Tony Bennett can do? Not that he's mm-hmm. like my favorite, but he's really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think she absolutely kills it. I think she does. A Her voice job, has yeah. so much character and she has so much agency and she's still making like a ton of, she's crooning, but she's like making artistic choices mm-hmm. with her voice. I think her singing is so lovely. Choices so for voices. Choices for voices out here. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm really impressed with her musicality as a vocalist, her mm-hmm. artistry as a vocalist. I'm trying to like describe, uh, especially female singers that way, instead of saying her voice is amazing. Like mm-hmm. she's making choices and she's like being a musician. Right. And, uh, it's just really lovely to hear her like really sing and have the singing be the point uh-huh. and use your voice like an instrument. And, uh, I'm just like pretty blown away. Yeah. I also thought it sounded good in a much less articulate way. 
<laughs> try. <laughs> I want to hear you try. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about like vocal technique or um, especially about jazz, like, and especially, especially about crooning type jazz. This is not my genre typically. Um, yeah, so I feel like a little bit lost at sea trying to judge it. Um, I guess the, the point I was trying to make is people usually talk about voices in the same way that they talk about physical beauty, mm-hmm. which is also a, uh, a performance mm-hmm. in a lot, in a lot of ways. For some of us, can we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for all of us. Uh, and I mean, that's, I, I think it got so much worse after like American Idol mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. it, it, do you have an immutable, you know, beauty and like quality to your to your voice Mm -hmm. and it's like no you you have to train you have to sing a lot Mm -hmm. you have to like and some people maybe approach it in a more technical way uh or in a more like academic way Mm -hmm. uh and some people just sing a bunch but lady gaga is a musician in the way that she sings just like any singer is and her like musicianship is extremely flexible like she can do this really, really well, mm-hmm. and you can't just fake this kind of singing. Mm-hmm. Fucking Seth MacFarlane has been trying it for like <laughs> decades, <laughs> and uh, it's like really good and original. Mm. She's not doing an impression of someone, mm, yeah, and it sounds like it fits uh-huh. in the idiom. Yeah, she's using her voice like an instrument, totally different way than any of the rest of her stuff that we've heard her record. Yeah, this is a very different sound for Gaga. Yeah. And yeah. song to song, too. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It is also in service of something that is just like, I don't know, it seems, it's just like so baffling. <laughs> still, like, still to me, just be like, you know, Lady, Lady Gaga, she recorded an album with Tony Bennett. Yeah. It's the, a zag. Yeah, it's, it's a hell of a zag. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. It's a real zag nut. <laughs> um, yeah, do you want to get in the songs? Absolutely. Today, the woman prize today. I just silly And though I'm not a great romancer, I know you're bound to answer when, when we propose. Anything goes. Go. Go. I see what you mean about her like being original. Yeah. Even in just that sound sample. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it in those terms before, but that's yeah, she does a little bit like a, like one of those lines using like kind of a nasally kind of like twangy yeah. New York type voice, um, yeah. but just like just like a, a, a hint of that, not like super um, intense or anything. To me, I'm I'm not an expert on this kind of music, but like to me, it doesn't sound like she's just trying to like imitate Ella Fitzgerald or something. Mm-hmm. Like she's doing mm-hmm. her own thing, but she's doing it in the idiom. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something. Yeah. I think that uh, old jazz songs are kind of stupid. <laughs> what do you think? Well, <laughs> like the, Like this kind of song. I, well, so this it has a great melody and it's super catchy. The thing that I think of whenever I hear this song is um, the kinds of people who quote, to thine own self be true and then attribute it to William Shakespeare. Uh, as if William Shakespeare was not putting those words in the mouth of a character and said character is a complete 
fucking buffoon. Gotcha. And it's like very, it's very open that like Shakespeare's like, look at this fucking dummy. But You're yeah, saying this is musical theater. This and comes from musical theater, um, like production, right? I think it's been in multiple Really? Thanks. Yeah. Hilarious. I think it's just a song that, because they would use these like old songs, like Cole Porter would just like write a song and they'd be like, have at it, give me money. Really? Okay, let's look. Let's look at Anything Goes. um, Song, Wikipedia. I've got it here too. Cole Porter song. Okay. For his musical of the same name. Okay. Many of the lyrics include humorous references to figures of scandal and gossip from Depression era high society. So I guess it wasn't in other stuff. I think he's had other songs that get recycled. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, So briefly, the the musical is about madcap antics aboard an ocean liner bound from New York to London. Hilarious. Yeah. But anyway, the whole whole point of where I was going with that is that I don't... It's really hard to tell, but... Because I don't, like, know the context, but... It's just like such an overt, like old per- like old man yells at cloud type song. <laughs> it's like it literally says like goods bad today and days night today. Like I can't imagine yeah. like this is it, this was meant to be like performed sincerely. Yeah. As if like these were the actual viewpoints that Cole Porter was trying to express himself. Sure. I feel like this is probably in, in the the mouth of some like old fuddy duddy type character or something. Um, yeah, it's like the the ultimate uh, conservative reaction. Yeah, I mean, it literally. I mean, I don't know if this is the first verse of all of all versions, but the first first verse in this version is: "In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking. Now heaven knows, anything goes. These dames are out here just showing ankles <laughs> left and right. They'll show their whole bare ankle or both of them. These." Brassy broads will do anything. <laughs> anything goes. They got their gams out. <laughs> Hams out, gams out. <laughs> Suns out, buns out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's what I think of. Like to me, I would hope that these are like satiric lyrics. Um, sure. Especially the one about goods bad today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do really appreciate um, the the form of the lyrics, um, like the the um, the rhyming is really fun. Good authors too, who once knew better words, now only use four letter words. Writing prose, anything goes. That is a really fun rhythm and rhyme scheme. You're right. Um, like especially because he. Um, in a lot of these lines, he rhymes a lot of the syllables. Better words, four-letter words. Um, good authors, too, who once knew. Now only use four-letter words. Cole Porter's got bars. He's got bars. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's the line about gigolos. <laughs> when most guys today that women prize today are just silly gigolos. I don't think that necessarily meant male sex worker back in the day, but I don't know. Sure. I actually, I'm really curious. Okay, well, we'll put it in the learning links. Because there's, um, there's that old jazz standard called Just a Gigolo also. Yeah, the uh, village people did it. Oh, that's right, yeah. Well, should we should we listen to the titular song? Uh, one sec. Gigolo. Since at least 1894, in the sense of elegant young man whose means of livelihood are dubious. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
um, can be a hired escort or dancing partner for a woman. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. So. Oh, before we move on, uh, um, I just got a little, little sample of their blend, which is sort yeah. of a non-blend in this song, but I think it's really pleasant. God damn it. What is going on? I just have to tease us, Cameron. The fucking VLC player. Anything goes! They sound good together. They do sound good together. It's a good mix of like timbres and stuff. Yeah. What did you mean non-blend? Uh, I don't think they're trying to... They're not trying to... They still sound very distinct. Mm-hmm. But I can tell that like Lady Gaga is like changing her singing to match his, but uh-huh. not in a way that's like uh, sacrificing her sound. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it, it's pretty tough to sing with, <laughs> to sing with other people. Um, yeah. because there's all these like little choices that affect the intonation and the know, interference beats of the notes and like the way it sounds. And, mm-hmm. um, I found this a lot when I, uh, I sing with my band because I have a New Zealander and an Australian in my band. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm singing back up for one of them, I have to, like, change the way I sing quite mm-hmm. a bit or uh-huh. else the intonation's off. Like, I have to get non-rhotic wow. oh, yeah, uh, in my sense. singing. And uh, I got to, like... they talk all funny over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hang from the ceiling to sing with them. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty wacky. Yeah. <laughs> Charm about you will carry me through to heaven. heaven. Yes, I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. And my heart beats so that I can hardly speak. And I seem to find the happiness I seek. When we're out together, dancing cheek to cheek. It's cool, Go. Go. <laughs> oh, man. Tony Bennett tells you to go. You better fucking go. You better go. Yeah. This song is from a year later than any, uh, anything goes. And to me, it sounds like from a totally different era. Absolutely. It yeah. sounds like from the forties or fifties, whereas anything goes sounds like twenties jazz. Uh, I really like this song. I, uh, it goes some places harmonically. Mm-hmm. Like it's really lovely. Uh, I sang it in like, ensemble choir like small ensemble choir in high school i have a soft spot for it i think it's pretty good Mm -hmm. i think it's good shit it's a song about dancing uh i have an outro here and it's gonna play very soon (laughs) all together dancing cheek to cheek fun (laughs) <laughs> yes. uh they're just having fun out here okay should, should we talk about nature boy and how i think this song is bad sure yeah and we can maybe talk about basil Lerman a little bit oh my god that's all i think about for this song while we spoke of many things fools and kings this he said to me It's like a major second. 
all the lyrics of it. Go for it, yeah. Okay. There was a boy, uh-huh. a very strange enchanted boy. Oh my god, tell me more. They they say uh-huh. he wandered very far, very far. But was he hot? Over land and sea. We'll, we'll maybe get to that if we can. Mm-hmm. A little shy and sad of eye. Oh my god, he does sound hot. <laughs> but very wise was he. <laughs> St- still hot? <laughs> I mean, it's irrelevant. <laughs> what that dick do? <laughs> and then one day, a magic day, Ooh. he passed my way. Oh, they fucked. <laughs> he farted. And while we spoke of many things, fools and kings, oh God. this he said to me, uh-huh. the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. And those are all the lyrics in at least this version. Yeah. Uh, I think this song is really stupid. <laughs> and this is like, kind of like faux profundity that feels very Buffalo Springfield. Yes. And I guess, is, is it from a similar era? No, it's from the 40s, 1948. Oh, wow. It's before its time. It's <laughs> yeah. stupid. I mean, yeah, the guy who wrote Eden Abba's um, was a 60s style boomer hippie back in the 40s. Oh, wow. Um, and it's called Nature Boy. Yeah. So. Those are all the lyrics in the original version that Nat King Cole recorded. Um, song's annoying to me. They sing it well, but what are you going to do? Oh. Oh my god. The tune was apparently an older Eastern European Jewish tune. Um, Schwig Mein Hearts, um, which is Yiddish for Be Still My Heart, by Hermann Yablokov, who sued Abbas and won $25,000 in a one-time settlement. Wow. Wow. Um, they link to a... Oh, they link to... But it's something on Google Books, and it's a book called Funny It Doesn't Sound Jewish. Oh my god. <laughs> That's <Okay>. really funny. <laughs> and um <laughs> the genius says that the songwriter was partially Jewish, which is a very that feels like weird phrasing though. <laughs> he was partially Jewish. Yeah, what is that? Is your mom Jewish or not? Yeah. <laughs> That's the rule, right? That's the rule. <laughs> He had a Jewish persuasion. <laughs> There's something <laughs> Jewish about him. Oh my god. Um, anyway, so yeah, this song is it was ripe for Boslerman <laughs> to exploit, <laughs> and it becomes the first song of Moulin Rouge, I think, if I remember right. The first one? I think it's the intro oh. into it because it's like it ends up being about um, Ewan McGregor because he's a nature boy. He sure is. He was a very strange enchanted boy. Um, and they keep saying it in the movie. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. I learned that. <laughs> I learned it. Yeah. And it's the greatest thing you'll ever learn. What do you think of that, Cameron? Wow. <laughs> As profundity. It's, it's, it's weird because it's like, it's set up for the rhyme, but it's like the greatest thing you'd, you'll ever experience. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what does education have to do with it? Right. Yeah, and it's also kind of weird grammatically. Yeah. It's just to love and be loved. Yeah. You'll learn to love and be loved. How do you learn to be loved? Well... I mean, I guess... Well, I guess I've kind of had to learn... Wow, is this song the... Oh, my God. ...super profound? Maybe it is. <laughs> there were hidden depths that we didn't even notice before. Yeah. If, if there's a good sentence in the song, it's that one. And the rest of it's garbage. 
Uh, do you want to listen to... There, there's two solos. Sure. I think this performance of Lush Life is really great. And let's take a little listen to it. Yes. Then you came along with your siren song to tempt me to madness. I thought for a while that your poignant smile was tinged with the The guy who wrote it, Billy Strayhorn, also wrote Take the A-Train. Oh, great. Which I love. Um, Clifford Brown? Is that a name? Clifford Brown? Mm-hmm. His version know. of it. Um, There's a version of uh, Take the A-Train uh, that my friend Sophie Wellington does, where she she wrote a, a vocalese, uh, where she... What's that? Transcribed a solo and wrote lyrics to it. Oh, interesting. That's maybe, cool. Maybe I could find it. Maybe we could take a quick... Quick listen to this. You must take the A train huh? to go to Sugar Hill where you'll be alone. If you miss the A train, you find you miss the quickest way to Harlem. <laughs> I mean, I think these are. I don't think she wrote these lyrics. I think okay. I think these lyrics exist before. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. It's Monday morning. I wake up in a flash. I got a dash. It's quarter to nine. This always happens. Dreams get the best of my imagination. So I snooze the morning time away. I start to make some coffee. Pack a lunch and take a shower, maybe. Run out the door with dripping hair and have a bagel that's stale and plain. And the train won't wait up, it'll just whiz by. At half past, it will have left me. Seven blocks to go, I hope I make it. I can't be late again and keep a job. Now I'm stuck, construction blocking my way. I can't seem to pass it, excuse me. I pass it on the left and take up the pace. For Blaster Go now at a full out sprint, the people around me. There's much more an- antics in this one, but it's really great. <laughs> That's cool. Go listen to it. Um, also, I don't think I've ever heard anyone sing the lyrics to that song before. Um, and I didn't know that it was the same melody as, like, the, you know, the head that um, yeah. Clifford Brown plays on the trumpet. And it's so cool to hear um, a vocal melody that, like, makes such large leaps between intervals. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And has like so much fun, like, like sustained hey, things to them and like, blah, 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 like quick, <laughs> quick notes and stuff. Yeah. That's so cool. What a uh, cool song. We should probably try to, try to finish this, uh, finish this one up, huh? Yeah. Um, so Lush Life. Uh, I used to visit all the very gay places. That's she, the first line. There are two, <laughs> there are two songs that, that she, where, where she takes the gay line. <laughs> and I really, <laughs> I think it's gotta be on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never heard this song before, Lush Life. It's cool. It's a good song. Um, It's about being sad and then finding someone who's nice. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Uh, and yet you are still burning inside my brain. Romance is mush. Stifling those who strive all live a lush life in some small dive. Yeah, that's some fun in jam. Good. That's good. Yeah, because it, it ends back in a sad place again. So it's, it's real, real weepy. Um, yeah, what other songs should we talk about? Uh, let's just like take a couple, couple listens. Let's just burn through. Oh, Firefly. I don't know if I'd ever heard that song before either. You can't take the sky from me. That's back up, back up, take my life. While you set the night on, you know how. Oh, how I love you, but gee, while you set the night on fire, fire, shine a little light on me. Fine. <laughs> that sounded very, um, Reminiscent of like a folk song or something. Oh yeah. I can't place it. Um, but when I get her there, set her there, do I get to pet her there? Mm. Grab me some glow. Heavy petting. No, she's a gad about, mad about, luring every lad about while leaving me moaning low. Ooh. Oof. Moaning low. I don't like the sound of that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, she wants to stay up late and. Be a total slut. And who among us does not want that for ourselves? <laughs> yeah, a lot of these songs are about, like, party girls who are sad. Yeah, exactly. Which, what else would you want to write songs about? <laughs> Come on, honestly. Well, um, sh- should we just, uh, let's do butt beautiful. Butt beautiful. Mm-hmm, beautiful like a butt. And then definitely it don't mean a thing. Great. And if you fall... And I'm thinking I wouldn't mind at all. Love is tearful. Here comes. Or it's gay. <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, more Love hetero tearful, or it's gay. <laughs> more hetero pessimism from Lady Gaga. Exactly. Uh, um, I'm not really a fan of slow jazz crooning songs. Pick up the pace. Pick up the pace. Well, you, you know what I always say. And, what are you saying? And I'm, and I'm always saying this, and, and never not saying it. Yes. And that what is that? It's this. Uh huh. This. And what is? Is it just the, the word this? It's this. Oh, it don't mean a thing. It ain't got that way. Tony Gaga. That's Tony not Gaga. the words. Those aren't usually. Well, but what if they are the words? Did they just. <gasps> They're named after <laughs> that song. It was a prophecy. <laughs> when the two are cheek to cheek. <laughs> I had always, I'd heard of this one as like a song that famously is taken to mean the opposite of what it actually is meant to mean. Oh, speak on that. I don't quite remember the specifics and the lyrics, at least as they appear in the genius, are not helping. Um, I think the idea is that people assume that if it, that the idea is that 
if there's a thing that doesn't have this, the swing, then that means that thing is worthless, basically. Okay. Whereas I think what the lyrics actually saying is like, it's fine if it doesn't have a swing. What? That's what it's that's what it's about. That's crazy. Are you sure? It don't mean a thing. All you got to do is swing. Makes no difference if it's sweet or it's hot. Give it all the rhythm that you've got. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like where did you come up with this idea? I don't remember. <laughs> Crack.com probably. <laughs> there aren't any more lyrics. That's all the lyrics. And do wah. Well, are there other versions of the more lyrics? It's just saying you can give a swing? I don't know. The song became famous, Ellington wrote, quote, as the expression of a sentiment which prevailed among jazz musicians at the time, unquote. But that doesn't actually help. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I always liked uh, Bill Monroe's quote about uh, the dobro. Someone asked him about, like, dobro's place in bluegrass music, and he Mm -hmm. said, that ain't no part of nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. <laughs> well, the, I mean, I enjoyed listening to this. I don't, it's a little hard to talk about because it's. Yeah. It's a bunch it's, of songs that most people have already heard. Yeah. There, it's not as like conceptual as her other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's outside of her persona or an, an extension of it that feels very outside of what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was cool. It's good to just like, I don't know, see her flex. Yeah, it is like pretty entertaining to be like, to have her just like show off like that. Be like, hey, I can do this. Well, well, should we close it up? I guess so. Sorry, I was, that's your job. Yes, sorry, I was I was seeing if there were more lyrics for it. Don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Um, and I could not find any more. You really want to? <laughs> I'm just curious now. We'll close it up now. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back at some point with. Let's see, what is the next um, Lady Gaga album? Lady Gaga discography. Come on. Sorry. Um, I think it's going to be Joanne. Yeah, Joanne is the next album of hers from 2016. She's okay. got a pink hat on the cover Interesting. That's fun. Hmm. Oh, my God. It's trans pride flag colors. <laughs> fun. Okay. Um, so that'll be the next time that we record, which we do not know when we'll be, but we'll probably be at least a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so sorry for more of a wait, um, but at least we got our cheeks together. Oh, we sure, t- we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> um, until that time, um, you can, uh, go to our website at boxset.website. Shoot us an email at email at boxset.website. Go on our uh, Discord. The link will be in the show notes. You can support the show in a number of different ways. You can tell people about it, um, spread the word. <clears throat> you can do reviews and hitting those stars and typing up words and all that stuff. Um, you can also, if you want to support us even more directly, you can go to support.boxsite.website, which redirects to our Patreon. Kick us a few bucks every month and you'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including a mini show. And it was fairly long this week. And we talked about Spider... Okay, let's see if I can get it right. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Spider-Verse 2, Back to the Spider-Verse. That's it, yes. Spider-Man, colon, preposition to the spider <laughs> Spider-Man <preposition>. is verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Switch-Man is verse. <laughs> um, yeah, so, anyway. Um, until that time, I've been Maddie Hunt, and... 
Uh, I'm butt beautiful. <laughs> I have a camera do it and hams out, gams out. That's what I always say. Oh, it's me. Why is my VSL, my VLC player just totally shitting me? <laughs> Viennese sign language. Uh, could you explain hams out, cams out? You, it's a thing you said earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you mean by that? I think I mean.